Hello, and welcome to an A to Z of British Myths. I'm Mark Hood, and each week I'm writing a brand new piece of flash fiction. The stories are all based on a different myth or legend from the United Kingdom, and I'm working my way through the alphabet, letter by letter and tale by tale. This is episode six. F is for fairies. Perhaps inevitably I've chosen to focus this episode on fairies. I've written about them before, in short and long form. I've always been much more fascinated by the original, darker, nastier stories than the more modern, butterfly-like depictions that the Victorians favoured. Think Brothers Grimm rather than Disney. Once the Fey folk were objects of dread, referred to only obliquely. People used names such as the Hidden People, the Fair Folk, or the Good People, so as not to insult them and incur their wrath. Spying upon them might lead to a person being struck blind. Trying to trick or coerce them would end badly, but helping them could bring rewards. Originally described as ugly creatures, by the Middle Ages they were more commonly depicted as beautiful. By Elizabethan times their royalty and aristocracy were even more so. Their sizes also changed. Once they were reputedly the size of regular people, then variations arose who were child size, and now if you ask someone to describe a fairy, they'd probably never suggest they were more than a few inches tall. This story is inspired by a local legend of a man who tried to get the fair folk to cover up his dirty deeds. Nobody went to Glattering Gat, not because it wasn't beautiful, for it was, nor was it dull, for it boasted interesting rocks and fossils. It wasn't even for a lack of resources, for the hazel grew straight and strong, but was never cut down for walking sticks or fence posts. No, the gat was left alone because it didn't belong to men. If you pushed through the hedgerows surrounding it, your brain became addled, your feet waylaid. You were as likely to return home and find two weeks had passed in a minute as to never come back at all. The hidden folk didn't take kindly to intruders. Which gave Harold an idea. If nobody went to Glattering Gat... Nobody would find what he hid there. At least, nobody who would inform the authorities. If one of the good people stumbled across the body, they might claim it or destroy it, but they'd never tell a living soul. His father had lectured him on his gambling habits once too often. If he'd known the depths of Harold's debts, suspected how desperate and how cruel the moneylenders were, he might not have agreed to an isolated walk on Wenlock Edge that afternoon. But he didn't know couldn't suspect and didn't realise his fate until the rope tightened around his throat and the knife slipped between his ribs. Harold tucked his father's body against the roots of the hedge, cut branches and pulled up saplings to hide it. Just in case, he thought, no sense leaving him on show. He took the rings, pocket watch and wallet from the corpse. They'd barely make a dent in the amount he owed, but once he got the inheritance he'd be back on top. That night he dreamed of how he'd spend his wealth. Images of a large house and expansive feasts danced through his mind. His own horse won race after race, showering him with prizes and riches. All evaporated into mist when the rapping on the door started. His father had been found, they told him. Murdered, they said. He looked suitably shocked and dismayed. even wept a little, though not too much. But when they told him where grief turned to confusion. The body had been a full mile away from where he knew he'd left it, uncovered and propped against a rock. Harold was too confused to answer when they asked him why he had his father's watch and rings, 
too bemused to argue when they charged him, and still baffled as they led him to the gallows. Right before he swung, he saw the tiny figures dancing a jig at the rear of the crowd, pointing and jeering. If you enjoyed this story, why not check out my other writing? Visit my website at markhoodauthor.com to find out more, and you can pick up a free ebook while you're there. This project is inspired by the Alphabet Superset Challenge set by Struthless. The music is Alice in Dark Wonderland by Alexi Chistilin. All the information and a transcript of this episode can be found on my website, link in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and I hope to see you again soon. <laughs>